when I was a kid, um, when I get in trouble or something like that, uh, which which rarely happened. Um, so uh, I was, you know, my mom would usually say, because uh, my dad be at work and she's at home and. Well, when your dad gets home, we'll sit down and talk about this. And if it was late enough in the day, she goes, why don't you go to your room and do a little time out? But typically, the way I was and the way I'm wired is that, like, I'll, I'll, I put myself in a time out um, before they could. And, or I'd, you know, do some sort of, uh, like, all right, I, I messed up. You know, I need to make up for that in some way. So, with the, you know, when... Dad would get home and they they come and talk to me or punish me or whatever it was that was necessary, and and they say, okay, now it's done, it's over, it's forgiven, okay, let's it's time for dinner, let's go downstairs and and I and I say, okay, I'll be in a minute, and but I stay there, sort of like, all right, I don't I don't feel like that was enough, and so I'm gonna keep my time out going here, or maybe I was just didn't want to go down and face my brothers or sisters or whatever for whatever had happened and. Uh, so and my dad would have to come back upstairs. Says, "Danny, it's over. It's forgiven. Why are you doing this? You, you know, you're done. it's done. Let's go. Let's come back to the table. It's time to eat. Get back, you know, get back with the family. See, and what I'm, what, what this, what is this about? It means that sin separates us from each other. Sin divides us from each other. Sin uh, alienates us from the, the the joys of life." Separates ourselves from it. Sin separates uh, each of us from ourselves, from one another, and from God. That's what sin does. So, so one of the most haunting lines in all of Scripture is from Leviticus. And here's this leper, this poor guy, and this is the rules that they have to follow. And he shall declare himself unclean. And then it says, he shall dwell apart, making his life outside the camp. And leprosy is a sign of sin, or is a is a figure of sin. It's a symbol of sin. So here's, here's, a, here's a leper who has to live apart from his wife, husband, kids, job, can't go to the temple, uh, can't live in the village. He has, to, he has to live alone. Leprosy has alienated himself from himself, from each other, and from God. That's what sin does. And so what the, what the Lord is saying to this leper is, you know, is this how you want to live? And the guys know. And, you know, because of the leprosy, he can't, this leper can't approach Jesus, can't touch Jesus, can't go to where there are crowds because he might touch somebody, make them unclean. But he's like, I've had enough. I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to go to the Lord and I'm, I'm going to get down in front of him and beg him. This is an act of worship. Lord, please heal me. If you, if you, can, if you will it, Make me clean. And Jesus says, I do will it. Be, be made clean. And he's clean. He gets to go back to his family. He gets to go back to his life. He gets to go back to uh, a clean conscience. He gets to go back to grace. He gets, he gets to go back to worship. Sin separates from all that. So we're all sinners. We're all lepers. We, got all, we are all blotchy. Anybody here a saint? No. You're all, you're all sinners. You little sinners. You. <laughs> I say that to myself. I'm a, I'm a big sinner. I've got to go to confession a lot. Because I don't like sin. It makes me feel bad. Why? Because it, 
it separates me. And you can feel the separation. You're, you're just not the same. And you're not relating to people in the same way. And the more serious the sin, the more great the breach. The more necessary it is to go to confession and live, act this out. Lord, if you will it, you can be made clean. And he says, I do will. And he reaches out and he touches you. And through the priest gives you absolution. Brings you back to your family. Back, back to your marriage. Back to your kids. Back to your job. Back to your life. Back to your friends. Back to your church. Back to the Eucharist. Come back to the table. Danny, come down. It's time to eat. It's time to eat. Come back here. You're forgiven. It's all mercy. Now, so what separates us? What makes us lepers? What's the biggest thing that separates us from God, each other, and ourselves? What would it be? We might not even look at it as a sin, but it's there. You know what my biggest pet peeve is? One of them? I have many. But one of them, do you guys want to know? Okay, I'll tell you. My, my, one of my biggest pet peeves, and, I, and again, if you do this, I'm not, I, I, this, this is just me. I'm not making a judgment on anybody. But if you do this, uh, I'm just I'm telling you how I feel about it. Like I'm in a restaurant. You guys ever go to restaurants? Okay, and you're sitting there eating, and you got a family next to you, or a bunch of kids, and every single kid is on his iPad. Okay, and you might say, well, they're not making any noise, and that's probably the parent's intention. Parents saying, I just want to go out with my husband and have a nice conversation, but the kids are always making noise, and they're always talking, and they're always running around about it. Give them the iPad, they're checked out. Now, what's wrong with that? Why is that a pet peeve? Because this is what I think. That iPad is separating those kids from their parents. That iPad is keeping those kids from intimacy and parents from intimacy with their children. Parents, and I say this with love, no judgment, doesn't it make sense? It's like you bring your kids to church. Do they got iPads with them right now? They better not. Uh, <laughs> but how is that possible? If they, you can do it here in church, why can't they do it in a restaurant? Because you're, you, you, you social, you're socializing them by bringing them to Mass and, and teaching them that they can sit still for, uh, you know, 45 minutes. And, 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 you, and you're teaching them how to pay attention. And you're teaching them how to listen. And you're teaching them how to do all these things that adults have to do when they grow up. You're teaching them intimacy by focus, by attention, by being with each other. They're on a pad. They're not with us. They're in, they have separated. They're, they are living outside the camp. So don't do that anymore. Socialize your children. See, technology is a wonderful thing. But did you notice, if you go back and you start to you know, trace back the craziness that we're living in, the anger, the, 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 just the violence of social media and how we treat each other and how nobody's getting along politically, ethically, morally. The culture is just disintegrating in front of our eyes. Trace it back. When did that start? However many years ago when they came out with the first iPhone, that's when it started. Slowly but surely, we have become slaves to that little device. We're slaves to our computers, our tablets, our phones into the things that we do on those things. Some of them are quite innocent. All right, I got to text somebody. Oh, I got to make a phone call. I got to do an email. Fine, necessary. 
Some of it's unnecessary. Like, oh, no, I'll have breakfast in the morning. A couple eggs, some yogurt, low sugar, no blood spikes, that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm eating and I'm watching some guy restore a chair uh, that's 500 years old and I'm just absolutely fascinated by it. I'm sucked into this world. And I'm done eating breakfast, but I'll sit there for another hour and watch this guy do this chair. And I get done with it. I said, what was that all about? <laughs> what, what, how did my life get better? How, how was I relating to my, to my staff or my parish? Or, uh, oh, yeah, I should have been over in the school. And I was sitting here looking at this, this chair. No, 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 no. No slavery. No living outside the camp. No more leprosy. Get rid of our blotches. And the biggest blotch in our life, I guarantee you, is our technology. Because it takes us away from our important relationships. It takes us away from intimacy. It takes us away from our families. It takes us away from prayer. It takes us away from being the people that the Lord wants us to be. And you have to be the one that goes to him and says, Lord, if you will it, you can help me overcome this slavery, this addiction. How much time do we spend on our phone, our tablet, our computer? What are we looking at while we're on those things? Is that all good for me? Is it good for my relationships? Do I spend more time doing that than I do talking to my spouse or hanging out with my kids? Do I do, do, I do that more than I pray? Ah, it's a problem. And it robs us of our joy because it's taking us away from the thing that is most important to us, our relationship with each other and with God. You want to be happy? Go through the unhappiness of getting over your addiction to whatever is enslaving you and making you a leper, and at the end of it, you'll be happy. Are you afraid to do what I'm asking you to do? Ask yourself that question right now. You might be saying, there's no way I'm doing that. I'm not doing it. I, I, don't, I don't need to do it. It's no problem for me. I don't, I don't need to text even though you're doing it while you're driving. I don't need to be on my table even though you're doing it at the kitchen table while you're supposed to be eating. I don't need to look at my computer even though you're doing it uh, late at night and all that blue light is messing up your Cicadian rhythm and making it hard for you to sleep. I don't need to worry about that stuff. Yeah, we do. We are slaves. We are addicts. We are lepers. And the Lord is offering us healing. And you're saying, I don't need to be healed. No, you do. We do. I do. But we're afraid of it. What would I do without the precious? What would I do? We're Gollum, the precious. What would we do? We'd go through a little bit of a withdrawal. But then you get your kids back, you get your family back, you get your marriage back, you get your life back. If you are afraid to give up your phone for social media and the unnecessary things you do on it, 
for, 30, for 40 days, then you, then you and I have a problem. I'm doing it because I got a problem. I'll watch a chair video for an hour. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> that was a holy hour, it should have been. Meanwhile, I'm, oh, the precious, the precious. So you know what I'm talking about. It's Lent. And we are living outside the camp. And the Lord is saying, Danny, it's okay. I forgive you. It's time to come back to the table. It's time to eat with your brothers and sisters. It's time to be with each other. It's time to reclaim your mojo, your intimacy, your fire, your purpose, your vocation. Amen? All right, nice one. You're going to do it? Hey, all right.